This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ain't it just like the night to play tricks when you're trying to be so quiet? We sit here stranded. They're all doing our best to deny it. And Louise holds a handful of rain, tempting you to defy it. Lights flicker from the opposite loft. In this room, the heat pipes just cough. The country music station plays soft, but there's nothing, really nothing to turn off. Just Louise and her lover so entwined. And these visions of Johanna that conquer my mind. Wow. Truly deeply moving lyrics. (laughs) That's Visions of Johanna by the one, the only Bob Dylan, poet, icon (laughs) imagine if i was like who i don't know who that is i you know there you know whatever that wasn't a good joke anyway moving on the year's 1993 and we're listening to bob dylan all year any year it could be any year kind of an evergreen artist one might say and as you all know i go to the most reputable sources on the internet to find you guys pop culture moments of 1993 and Today, Tevi, we're visiting a, a site we've been to before. We are going to one of my favorite sites, MrPopCulture.com, for our 1993 year in review. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be fast because I'm really excited for my guests on the show today. So I'm just gonna. There, a lot happened in 1993. I I'm actually kind of taken away, taken aback. 1993 was huge for film okay it was huge jurassic park mrs doubtfire the firm the fugitive sleepless in seattle schindler's list i mean talk about a big big year batman okay army of darkness don't know what that is but that came out too Then we have, if I keep scrolling down all these ads, the top songs of the year. I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. I Will Do Anything for Love by Meatloaf. I Can't Help Falling in Love. Oh my God, so much love by UB40 and Creep by Radiohead. Holy shit. Y'all, this is serious. I'm trying to find some other good things. Ooh. There was a stamp released by the United States Postal Service on January 8th, 1983. The stamp featured Elvis Presley. That sounds amazing. Wow, didn't age well, but Michael Jackson did perform at the Super Bowl that year. And to end this kind of gorgeous, amazing year of 1993, Prince turned 35 and announced the change of his name to a love symbol. Now, where were we when Prince did that? We were in New York City. 
and we are Jesse Klein. <laughs> Jesse. Hello. What a treat. What an to have you on the show. Gift to be here. Thank you. Let's briefly talk about 1993. Yeah. That was a star-studded year star-studded the things you were saying i was it all came flooding back to me did really it? did you feel the impact um, did you feel the impact of the stamp <laughs> I, yeah i mean <laughs> i don't remember anything but the stamp yeah um no i was like oh my god prince turned 35 mm -hmm. do you know that he's dead i i he actually passed. do i he's do know that Prince is deceased. He's not with us anymore. Oh, but he was just a young, powerful 35. Young chap. Changing his name to that thing. That symbol. Wow, I didn't realize that was that year. I know. This is already a win for me. It is. Yes. Were you a Prince fan? Yes. Always a Prince fan. Um, but yeah, very, at that moment, very hardcore into Bob Dylan. Kind mm. of had, was just like, like those lyrics. Yeah. As you're saying them. I was kind of cringing, mm. but I was like, who understands a 17-year-old girl better than this? Better than Bob. Better than this, at the time, I don't know, 50-year-old man or so, something, something like, like that. that. Some, and this older man. Um, I mean, yeah. let's talk about someone who's still alive, Bob Dylan. Still very much alive, still touring. Touring, can you believe? Writing books. I know. God bless. God bless. Hashtag God bless. Let's not. That now I'm scared that if no, we no, no, come we gotta, together in this coven, yeah, we're, that we're gonna like no, will no, his he's death. moving. No, he's always he's alive forever. He's gonna be alive forever. Yes, he lives forever. I do feel like he sleeps in like a hyperbaric chamber or something like that. Something like that, or just like there are people of that era where I feel like the amount of pot and acid consumed has kind of made the chamber within. Yeah, they're like Teflon. Teflon, but from within. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to think that I've done that to myself. Um, I mean, I'm a little, I, this is a good segue if we want to, I mean, just to say in the high school segue. of it all, I'm a little nerdling. You are. I really don't do any drugs. Well, you went to a famously nerdy <laughs> high school. I did go to a famously nerdy high school. You went to school. Stuyvesant. I went to Stuyvesant High School. Question it's, before we go any further. Yeah. Are you on the Wikipedia page for famous Stuyvesant alumni? Oh, I'm sure I'm not. <laughs> you you might be. I would highly doubt it. We can look it up after the show. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm certain we, I'm I can not. have Tevi look it up. Tevi, will you look oh, up no, famous Stuyvesant alumni? Oh, no, this is going to be, I feel alumni? like this, this is just going to be humiliating. No, you literally, you never know. I'm not famous. We can add you. I can okay. add you. I mean, I should type myself in. You should. I was, who are the people? So wait, it's Thelonious Monk. It's Lucy Liu. Yes. It's also the Beastie Boys. Yes. Um, I believe all three of them, but I, think, I could be wrong. No, I think you're correct. Um, I'm just going to say I think you're correct because I genuinely don't know. In the Fight for Your Right to Party video, yes. I want to say um, at least, uh, uh, is it, I don't remember which one of them, but one of them at least is wearing a Stuyvesant Phys Ed t-shirt, I believe. I love it. You can check my work and please do. Did you have to, so you had to test into that high school. Yeah, this is such deep cuts for someone who, if people aren't from New York, but um, yeah. You know, New York, I would like to say that New York. It wasn't, it's not a gossip girl high school. It's not no. one of those ones. It's not, it's not the fame school, but which was LaGuardia. It falls into the category of a LaGuardia in that rather than auditioning to get into this school, sure. you still have to test into the school. And it is a very hard school to get into. It is a public school that you do have to 
test into there's a group of schools that you take this sort of SAT-esque um, standardized test for. It was evident then, and it's even worse now not to go, not to get heavy, but like it's there's like a lot, there's been a lot of press. Re- it's just a very racist mm. like entryway into the school. Um, people of color or black people and Latino people have always been very underrepresented there. But anyway, it is this, it's been this way forever. They're talking about changing the test, but um, yeah, it's just a gruelingly stupid test. And I, and it's, so it's a specialized math and science school. I am awful at both math and science. How'd you get in? I'm just a decent test taker, mm. I think. And I think I lucked out that day. Yeah. Because when I tell you I can't do math and science and and suffered deeply, I did not I didn't like it there. But it's a good school. Yeah. It was a safe school. Um made some lifelong friends there. Great. Um but yeah, it's a it's a bit it's a bit of a nerd school. So you're in with some interesting stuff at the edges. Yeah. Like, I mean, there were the kids who were doing a lot of drugs. Mm-hmm. I would say it was, yeah, there were like a few, yeah, there was a certain amount of gang activity that was mm. going on around the edges, but it was a very, it was like, um, a, I think the student body, um, don't hold me to these, it was like 50% Asian, mm. and then I don't know what the percentages of what remained. But yeah. yeah, it was like a lot of first generation kids there. Definitely a lot of very, very hardworking people, individuals, many of whom excelled at math and science. Yeah. And I was not one. So what did you do when you got there? I just um I really just suffered. I there was like um by your senior year, you were supposed to like be there's so many math classes you had to take. I was bad at all of them. Um, my senior year, they you're supposed to by then be in pre-calculus or calculus, oh and I was God. just like, there's no, no, no way, world. No. there's no world. And there was one out that was given. They had one like for dummies, and it was a class called speaker building, <laughs> mm-hmm. where you would build a speaker because I guess there's math involved I mean, in that. Yeah, that's but like. To be honest, I don't think my speaker was successful. Really? Did it not work? I. Uh, Build a speaker I got, from scratch, or would they give you like a kit? We had to. Ha- it was components, and we're connecting wires, and it's it's. And it, this is it, anyway. I'm so glad That's I'm out of there. That's really <laughs> funny that building a speaker building was a, speaker. a class. Yeah. I famously, everyone who listens to this pod knows that I was so bad at math. I had a teacher actually like wonder if I was. Like, okay. Like, maybe we need to assess her. Yeah, like... That was me. Like, how is she here vibes. My son is eight years old and now has to do, like, his homework. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was... He's going to be going into third grade. So I'm talking second grade math is what we were just on. Kids also now learn math in an entirely different different way. way. Yes. And I'm like, I don't understand and I cannot help. Yeah. If you need help writing dick jokes, if you need yeah. help drawing some kind of expressive watercolor, yeah. I'm your gal. Yeah. If you want to snuggle, I'm yeah. here. But like, I can't with the math. No, but you'll you'll be very clutch when it comes to like reading essays. Watercolor. You know what I mean? And watercolor. <laughs> yeah, re- a, a story, a watercolor, some dick jokes, that kind of thing. Yeah. I my dad was a lawyer. And both my parents worked like 
you know, in politics and things of that nature. So both of my parents were very formal. Like they had tremendous like formality in uh-huh. how they wrote and how my dad writes. Yeah. And I, for so long, like, I mean, my my parents were so not involved in me and my schooling at all because I was the <laughs> third. Like the and they were, were not like, involved girl. in me. Yeah, <laughs> my parents were not involved in they me. They really weren't. The parents didn't really used to be. Yeah, I, at period. Yeah, but I do remember this one time my dad like reviewing an essay of mine and. Yeah. At the end, I read it, and I was like, this reads like the fucking Declaration of Independence. (laughs) We the people. Yeah. It was just like so formal. Yeah. And I have had to deprogram that from my brain. Yeah. Because like I – everything that I would write would be so formal. Oh, same. That But we were – we were basically dipping our little feathers into our little like – Yeah, like ink pen. It's true. Things. That's what we were doing. Now kids are like, ew, you're using punctuation. You're dead. It's, it's true. It's wild how we evolve. How do you feel about homework? Bad about it. Yeah. I think it's almost entirely pointless. I think it's a waste of time. A hundred percent. Do you think it helps build your tools no. for like being focused? No. No. I also I just I think I it's just so interesting now to have this perspective as a parent and as someone like I did all I did my schools. Yes. I'm now in the world. I'm like, let's look at this path. I don't even super think that college is that important either. Yeah, but here's my question. I mean, it, it, I'm just saying, like, I've said to my kid's dad, I'm like, if he wants to go to college, great. Mm-hmm. And it would probably be good. Yeah. But secretly hoping there's some, like, breakout skill. Yeah. <laughs> that just, like, if – I don't know. I that I feel like if people are on a path, they're on a path. It's fine. My only argument for college, mm. and I am someone that went, I went to Parsons. I studied art. Like, I'm someone oh, that, I like. I love that. Yeah, but, like, huge waste of money. You know, for because it's. But was it? I don't. You I, expressed yourself. You I, were totally. learning who you were. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a huge waste of money. I'll take that back. Yeah. I Please feel do. like. <laughs> I will take it back. I feel like. What like I I am excited for the day I I direct something because yes. I do feel like I have I do have an eye you have an eye <laughs> you have vision I do but the only pro of college yeah. that I actually really this is the only reason I ride for college yeah is I do think it helps teach you socialization skills that's a hundred percent and true. just like how to. Because it, it is sort of the soft landing between living with your parents and being plopped into the real world. Totally true. Yes. You know? The socialization and the sort of, like you said, the bridging. Now you have me convinced. I guess I should make. I just. Well, you know what? Here's here's the thing. This is. I'm realizing I'm dragging some baggage in, but this is also back to high school. This is, so honestly, I thank you for I, taking the pod back to I high school. I wanted to. I wanted. I was always an artsy kid. Yes. Again, math and science, no thanks. Watercolors. Watercolors, yes. stories, all kinds of things. Um, I was actually a good visual artist, mm. um, and I had like little secret dreams of acting or performing or doing something mm-hmm. like that, even though I was very shy. So I wanted to go to the fame school, to LaGuardia, yes. which is the public art school that yes. you audition, et cetera, to get into. I auditioned for the drama department. And what, and you, what, what, what were your audition materials? I had a, a monologue that, God, it was just 
One was like a f- some funny monologue. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what either of them was, but it was like a funny and a dramatic. And I auditioned, and I also did a portfolio for the art department. Not to brag, but I got in for both. Wait, what? What? So hold on. You didn't go to LaGuardia? No. Because my parents, who I love and are still alive and God bless, and were doing the best that they could. And if they hear this, they'll be so mad. Because this is like, this is one of the things that me and my dad will still fight about. And he gets mad if I bring it up. But he will never listen to this. Um, because he doesn't have any technology and around me, him. I'm going to reach out to your dad. And Please do like, find your dad's email. Please Dad doesn't have an email. Oh, I'm great. telling you, he's unreachable. <laughs> he's on an island. My older brother had had gone to Stuyvesant, and I think in his mind, it just felt like a more rounded education. Mm. Here's a good high school tidbit too. So we got, I got in, and there was like a, an accepted students' day mm. at Laguardia to come sniff it out. With this is a, I haven't thought about this in so long. So. You know, and it's like... So wait, are you in eighth grade at this point? I'm in eighth grade. Yeah. So I'm like choosing between Stuyvesant and FEMA school. It's like, come check out the school. You've been accepted day. Do they pair you with a student? I think I... There was like a tour. I can't remember if I was paired with a specific student, but the defining moment was there were like, you know, students working the door, handing out like the program for the day when because everyone's going into this big assembly before they walk around. And it was, you know, it's like art kits. Yeah. Drama kits. And my dad is a retired probation officer. Whoa. He's a very serious person. Yeah. Not without a sense of humor, but ultimately very serious soul. We're going in. This art kit is like hands us our program and says to my dad as he's handing the program, he goes, Merry Christmas. I'm weird. It was not Christmas. (laughs) It was, and my dad. Not Merry Christmas. I'm weird. Merry Christmas. I'm weird. I remember it to this day, and I could see my dad's face like darken. I was like, I'm not gonna let her go to this fool circus. And it it was the it was he was skeptical going in. That was the nail in the coffin. And it was kind of the nail in the coffin. I'm not gonna say that he didn't allow me to go because if he ever were to hear this podcast, that would be like he's like, you had a choice, right? But I was such a daddy's girl. But then you're like, but the person who said Merry Christmas, I'm weird, was Daniel Day Lewis. (laughs) (laughs) You may know him as Christian Bale. Yeah, Um, it was Jennifer Aniston. Any of the number of very famous people who went to the yeah. school. It just, it ruined it. It ruined it. So I always, God, in my mind. That would have driven me crazy. Are I'm, you so pissed every day going to Stuyvesant? Every, I'm sitting here 20 billion years later, I'm still pissed. Do you think that had you gone to LaGuardia, you would have Do you have think I haven't a done a whole different... sliding doors of what my <laughs> life would have been? I'm I am convinced if I had gone to LaGuardia, I would be like a super famous actress. Now, Shut up! I'm convinced of it. Now, That's but so funny. Oh I God, just, I felt, I... Or at least a sliding doors path. By the way. Or I would be exactly where I am right now, which is probably more likely. By the way, I, I used the term shut up. One time a listener uh, DM'd me and was like, don't tell your guests to shut up. When I oh say God. shut up, it's a term of endearment. I please. But what I mean to say is I always, because I always, Always knew I wanted to be an actress. Yeah. And I always knew I wanted to perform yeah. and whatever. But I was so deterred in high school. Yeah. That I also always daydream about like, you know, 
had my mom just because I begged my mom for an agent when I was like nine and she was like no but I always am like had my mom just like let me get an agent uh, like I would I would have won my first Oscar the, by now oh, like yeah. you know and it's it's so hard you know when you can like taste something and I could imagine the fact that you got into LaGuardia which is also a really just, really it's really all hard. I have right now is to say that I got in and for people that don't fully grasp what this is like getting into LaGuardia is the equivalent of getting into like Kid Juilliard I well maybe I mean in, here's in the my thing. mind well I'll agree with you because yes. it makes me feel better in fairness to my dad I could see the narrative he was constructing which it's like while there are your Jennifer Aniston's and your I can't remember off the top of my head who the other famous LaGuardia actors Timothy are. Chalamet a Chalamet oh did he go to LaGuardia and so did um it's a Google away. What's we, we, his face? T- a bunch of other people. Other many others, but, but while <laughs> oh, there are Lady them, Gaga. Oh, Lady Gaga went to Laguardia. Oh yeah. Oh no, she did not. She didn't. I'm almost certain she went to Spence. Oh, can we can we see where Miss There's Stephanie? There's no way to know. I'm Stephanie, pretty sure that she's a Spence girl. I could see that. Which is a very specific kind of which girl is an as well. all girls. Along with a, a Gwyneth, along yeah. with a Carrie Washington, along with. My friend Kristen, <laughs> along with, um, yeah. I love but, it. But um, along with those bright lights who graduated from LaGuardia, also the many, many thousands who got in there and we don't know who they are. Yeah. Um, they're working, whatever, doing they're doing. So I think in my dad's mind, it was just like, this feels like a very young age to commit to going to like, what in his mind maybe felt like a trade school. Yeah. I think that phrase may have yeah. been used. Now, yeah, anyways. My mom referred to me going to Parsons as me going to a trade school. Parsons feels so elevated to me. I mean, Parsons, like, especially when I was That's there. That's a it, fancy school. It is, but, it, like, it really, it really kind of, in many ways, was a trade school. But what, I mean... I mean, who cares? What, I actually what think are we trade using schools this word should tra- come back. Yes. Well, this is what I'm saying kind of about with my own child. I just think the whole idea of a liberal arts education. Is deeply flawed. Is deeply flawed and certainly has a place and God bless. But I think especially in the world as it has evolved, like I'm just saying if he like, you know, at 16, like he's interested in music, like breaks out. Totally. Goes around it. I think that I just, there's like it's fine. I think that we have less fear now mm-hmm. because like there's. I think it's like a twofold thing. Like the world simply does feel like it's ending, so it's kind of just like it sure fuck does. it, whatever. Fuck and it then whatever. also it's like I think that we through whatever technology and a myriad of things, kind of we have more. We have less permanence in life. I think our parents. Whether they were yeah, there was like I my kids gonna graduate and get a job they'll have for forty years correct and that, or like when I get married this is the person I am spending the re- not that you shouldn't take your marriage seriously yeah. but like even something like divorce is like yeah way more common and not like every single decision you make is yeah. like the biggest decision of your life that's so stressful it's so stressful but I do it's funny like. I do think about in that parallel world of like, where would we have been um, if only your mom had gotten you an agent? Like, I feel like there is that story about um, 
Emma Stone like putting together a PowerPoint presentation for her oh, parents yeah. when she was like 14 years old. Yeah. Or, by the way, my stomach is growling so loud. I'm so sorry. But she was 14-ish or something and put together this PowerPoint presentation to her parents about why she was destined to be an actress, why they had to move to L.A. Is she from Arizona? Maybe. Yes, yes. Um, had to move to L.A. to like let her pursue this thing. And they did it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, who are I, these parents who were like, yes, we'll pack up and move? I'm like, I couldn't get my parents to like send me to, to the school. I know. I know. I mean, but that's kind of like being born with like a billion dollars is to yeah. have that level of self belief and to have the people around you who are just like, okay. Were you a stressed out teen? What do you think? I, I think mean, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was a very good. St- I was trying to be a very good student. I was a very good student, um, like, in the subjects I was capable of doing. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was, like, it was very important to me to, like, get A's. Right. I could not do it in math. But everything else. I was, I was working very hard. I cared a lot. Did you do extracurriculars? No. That was, like, that I also feel like I see through the lens and I think like this is kind of also part of like a big deep conversation that's happening now like to me those were for rich kids to do I'm like there was so many of those are things you kind of have to pay to do but like were you on like model UN or were you on like a quiz bowl or were you on like you know something of that sort I know you know in junior high school oh I guess another brag I was um in junior high school, I was the captain of the debate team. Wow! And see, this is but see, this is incorporating performance. I had, I was like, uh, um, I had some dexterity as a speaker, and then I remember when I, but I went to a very, very small little public junior high school that somehow my parents found was very small, and then, um, <laughs> when I started Stuyvesant. I remember there was the day that was like sign up for the debate mm-hmm. team and it was like the sign up day for all the things and I showed up I'm like maybe I'll do that again and the line it was, was like so long so long Ugh. and I was like I'm not standing on hell. this line hell hell is standing in a line I'm to not sign to, up for, for debate. a club it's and really it's really tough. good I didn't because there were just so many kids who were wildly high achieving there yeah wildly high achieving like brilliant very brilliant striving working so hard i thought i was working hard yeah and i was yeah there were people all around me working so much harder you know when parents have kids and they're like oh my baby's a genius my baby's a genius but do, do you feel that way about your child um i mean of course i do in some things my child is really gifted at um surprise like just it's kind of one of the things that's interesting about having a kid is like you don't know what they're going to be good at yeah um he is an incredible athlete wow which is very like i didn't i don't have anything to do with that i love that yeah he's like an incredibly just gifted athlete um incredible soccer player and i'm not the only one like saying like he's yeah out on the field he's and like kicking that ball he's scoring insane numbers he's of goals and he's points. just very graceful i love it um and he's really always been very good at music which um i love music but i cannot do it mm-hmm. um but you know but i feel like i also have a down like i'm like 
I see the things he's not gonna totally <laughs> like. I'm really good at drawing, right? Not my kid's strength. I always feel like if I were to have a kid and it and it would start being like a piano prodigy, I yeah. would actually be kind of scared. Yeah, the, like I mean, two year olds that can just oh, like fucking slay yeah, like Mozart. It's a little I'm, like, like poltergeist. Deeply, yeah, or something. very terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm weird. like, what? Yeah, what spirit? Is possessing. I you. know what you mean. It can get a little creepy when they're yeah. like two. It's like he's going to college at age seven. Yeah. You're like ew. You know. I mean. No. Like, thank God the Ellen DeGeneres show is off air, so we don't need to see any more of those yes. toddlers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yes. like they're they're demon babies. Yeah. It is a little demon. Yeah. He doesn't have nothing. Nothing disturbing. Nothing demonic. No. But yeah, just um. Yeah, the music and the sports of it all are really lovely to see. So you did not play sports in high school? No. No. It didn't even seem... I mean, Martin, this is so... It's a little factoid about Stuyvesant. Um, so, you know, Stuyvesant, this, it is named after Peter Stuyvesant, mm-hmm. who I guess was like the mayor of New Amsterdam, wherever it. it was at the time. And um, and I guess he had uh, a peg, a peg leg, a peg wow. for a leg. Which was, you know, a prosthetic, yeah. that was the prosthetic leg available yeah. at the time. Yeah. Um, and all of our teams, which we were not, you know, that was not our strength right. at Stuyvesant. But we did have some sports teams, but they were all, like, called the peg legs. No. Yes. Really? Yes. I think I have that correct. Oh, my so God. So that's odd. But I, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't doing that. I'm not. I'm not like incapable athletically. Like right. I have, I have an older brother. My dad was actually very good athlete, so we'd like play basketball downstairs. Yeah. But I didn't have that. That didn't. The high school sports experience was like a no. If you told me you were an equestrian, I would believe you. Oh my god. What? And I mean that as the highest that, compliment. I, my sister was I an equestrian. I'm experiencing it as yeah. the highest compliment. I yeah. truly don't feel You're giving I'm blushing. energy. I am. Yes. Is it because I look like a horse? No, <laughs> it's just you're, you're giving like if you told me because I'm a little like, huffy. Yeah, because you guys, I looked at your feet Huff and energy? I thought that they yeah. are. It's a little hoof down there. <laughs> no, wow. I would have. I if you were like. I low-key rode horses. I would have been like, okay. I mean, you might be sensing the energy of a woman who does, like, love to see a horse. Sure. And read, like, in high school, was reading all those Black Stallion books. See, I also feel like, because the picture that I'm getting is, like, okay, you were really sort of, like, neurotic, perhaps. Fair. And invested in school. Yes. And I kind of feel like that's sort of the perfect equation for for riding horses. Riding horses, but I could also just be projecting my sister onto you because there is something that rem- about you that reminds me of my sister. Oh, okay. Because my sister was also very good at school. Okay, I was like pretty intense. She, but she was more she she like drank and stuff in high school. Yeah, you didn't do that. Um, no. I mean, I was there wasn't every now and then there was access to like. Like, there were the kids who went to private schools. Mm. There was, like, the whole New York City private school circuit, which felt like a hu- another world. Yeah. Like, the Daltons and the Spences and, and the, the du- oh, dumb white kids, kids getting, getting high, high together. together. Um, what else? <laughs> Collegiate. Where else were people? Those places. Horse Man. Horse Man. Fieldston. Fieldston. All those places. I didn't Riverside. even. Riverside. Riverside. <laughs> I, I barely knew those places existed, but then every and then I had most of my friends were my friends from junior high, 
I was never like a popular kid, but I had glommed on to having some friends who were popular. Yeah, and then was I was like clicky? a sidekicky person. Was it clicky at Stuyvesant? It was clicky. Like there was just, you know, those clumps of like attractive, yeah. popular kids hanging outside on those steps. Smoking cigs. Smoking ciggies. Um and uh, yeah, I was never I was really pretty invisible mm. in that school, I will say. I was really hoping the sentence was I was really pretty. <laughs> um, you know, in retrospect, I think probably had I yeah. pulled it together, I could have been. But I was like, no, I was walking around. What I was, was kind of grunge. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Thank you to Angie for sponsoring this HeadGum podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Indeed. So if you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Yeah, doing stuff yourself seems fun, but then you actually get to you know solving a problem and you realize that you mm -hmm. can create 10 more problems and then you probably should have just paid a yeah. a professional to deal with it right off the bat you can easily injure and or maim yourself as well yeah you don't want to do that no angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process you just get the app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. It's very convenient. It sure is, folks, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. So download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you, Angie. Angie.com. Thank you. I would say when I entered high school, I was kind of doing like a faux, like a faux hippie kind of vibe. Well, like, a la Bob Dylan. A la perhaps. Bob Dylan, just a flower child. Love it. Um, like a Stevie Nicks kind of situation. No, or more never like scarves. Penny Lane. No. Like, oh, or like mm -hmm. a, um, more like a Joan Baez, perhaps. Um... Or like a Grateful Dead sort of oh, tie-dye. No. Don't take me to Grateful Dead now. <laughs> I can't go to there. And I'm, I apologize to the 
to the Grateful to the Dead. many deadheads listening the to this podcast. The many deadheads in their vans headed to the next thing, show. Um, yeah, I, w- I don't know. I just w- it was like a a long skirt, a a beaded necklace. Mm. And um, I was like, that's what I am. Like peasant. A, pe- a peasant <laughs> like look. A peasant. Yeah. A peasant. Like Doen before Doen. Oh, Doen before Doen. Exactly. <laughs> and then somewhere around, I think like year two, year three, I shifted to like grunge. Mm. And then like. Like flannel. A flannel. I'm embarrassed to say this, but. Did buy and wear a die yuppie scum T-shirt. Great. Multiple days of the week. Great. Um, I love that. I don't know. What was the shoe? The shoe was either a Converse mm-hmm. that I drew on, of course. But you're a good drawer, so uh, I yeah, cool. it was okay. Or, um, my friend Marsha, who I'm still friends with, I actually owe her text. Um, she was like this cool girl I made friends with. And she had those, like, combat boots with the zipper up the side, mm-hmm. like the ones you really got from, like, an army surplus yeah. store yeah. that were actually very comfortable and, like, very cool at the time. So it was one of those two. Those I are cool say. now. Those are still cool. They're still cool. Both shoes you listed. Actually, both outfits you still listed. Mm-hmm. Still existing, thriving Thriving. Today. Thriving, living their best lives. We can walk out the door yes. in Silver Lake. They're and drifting see, by maybe spot right them immediately. Now. Yeah. They probably are out there. Do um, you have any items, like any clothing items from high school still? You know, I held on to those combat boots for a real long time. Like long after uh they were really falling apart. I had them like reshod many times. Mm. And then Oh, this is really disgusting, sad detail. What? I want to hear it. In my like late 20s, um, I was living in New York. I'll just cut to the end. I, I'd subletted my apartment to someone, and um, I ended up getting bed bugs <gasps> from that person. And then I had to basically throw away, like, every possession I owned. No. And I remember, yes. And it was, like, every, it just was, the, like, it became so hard to deal with. Bed bugs is actually one of my biggest fears. I hate to tell you this, but it should be. Like, it changed my, it kind of changed my life. It changes the way I live and move through the world. Everyone I know that has had bed bugs mm-hmm. says the same thing. It's Never. Like it, it alters your. It alters. Every, your whole life. It changes life becomes, the course of your life. It, life becomes like parkour. Is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. Like getting around bed bugs. Yeah. One of the big things, I, this if people take away nothing except this, when you go to a hotel, you are never, do not put your suitcase down on the floor on anything. You use that rack. Yeah. Because that that's how they get you. And like wash your clothes the minute you get home in hot water and then, which isn't hot water, isn't even really the thing, but then dry on highest heat. But you do not, do not put your suitcase down on the floor. I don't care if you're in the Paris Ritz. Yeah. Doesn't matter. No, the, these bed bugs do They're not everywhere, And honey. it's impossible to get rid of them. Sorry, they I don't know why I took us to this place. It will ruin well, your life. Well, you took us to this place because it destroyed your, your high school mementos of those it's boots. Just, oh, those boots. I, th- I think I took a picture of them and now I don't know where the picture is. I mean, damn. But damn. Did you have a boyfriend? No. Not at all? Not even a smooch? <sighs> I had 
um, a smooch. I got I got smooched. Um, my first smooch I got. I was like 15. How fun is that word to say? It's the best. Smooch. It should only be smooch. Smooch. We smooched. Smooch me. Uh, <laughs> hey, would you mind giving me a smooch? Give me a smooch. Um, yeah, no boyfriend. I had a smooch. Did not lose my virginity until mm. late college. Really? Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> Something. I think so. I don't know. I was way too young when I lost mine. How old were you? I was 14. Sometimes you're 14. Sometimes you're 14, and sometimes you go into high school fully sexually active. Sometimes you do. And you know How what? How did you feel about it? In retrospect, is it? are we at peace with where we landed on this? Totally. But like in retrospect... Uh, and I, this is, we need to put it on a mug. Tavi knows what I'm going to say. All high school sex is bad. It's you. You disagree because you think you had good high school sex. I feel like Tevi lost her voice, which is why she I can't know, chime I'm in. So sorry. Tevi was getting banged out in high school. Finger banged, banged <laughs> out. I feel like I know a couple people who were having good sex in high school. But false, I mean, false. I, a hundred percent far outweighed Here's by the my... number of people having the worst of the worst. Yes, because. But by the way, and then can I say one sad thing? Sorry yes, to interrupt say, you. No, please interrupt me. Sex continues to be really bad for a lot of people for just forever because <laughs> because men. Yes, men. Because men. Men are. With a few gorgeous exceptions. Men are, at, as a whole, I would say straight men are i want to say we're talking straight men obviously yeah 95% of them are bad at sex yeah because they're dumb and society doesn't really expect frankly anything from them no i would say not interested in learning yeah period yeah so but yeah i think i i'm grateful that i didn't i wasn't in that place yeah but um, yeah, I no one would have me. There was not a lot of takers. There were not a lot really? of gentlemen callers. I was really like very odd. I can't wait to see a picture of you. Oh God! I'll, yeah, I'll try to dig something up. Knock, knock, knock. Is that a door knock I hear? Why, yes, it is. We're in the high school guidance counselor's office. Oh, okay. Hi. And it's me, your high school guidance counselor. Hello. Um, in this section of the pod, you get to rectify a wrongdoing of your high school past. Mm. You get to say sorry to someone. You get to say fuck you to someone. Or you get to do both. Whatever you do, you just, you know, now whatever's ailing you will dissolve after wow. we speak about it once. Wow. Wow. What a blessing to have this do-over. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking about this. Given how few gentlemen callers there were, mm. one does haunt me. Mm. I there was like I was so high strung and nervous mm -hmm. and very insecure and just <laughs> how many more words to you get the picture. There was a a boy. I'm trying to remember his name. I and I'm trying to even remember the situation. I think I heard that this nice boy who was kind of like a little punk rocky mm. nerdy um sort of duckyish cool kid yeah. you know what i mean in my yeah. painting a picture who was like that i think i heard that he liked me i didn't know him well and then it was like you know how just because also it was like pre like it was making its way to me via like Boots on the ground. Right, 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 right. He likes you and, like, wants to ask you, like, on a date or something. Whoa. And 
I'm more like after school, it's out, school's letting out, standing in front of the school with friends, like saw this boy approaching. I want to say maybe his name was Phil. Let's call him I Phil. I can't remember. Like saw him coming and I think I literally ran away. No. Or he was like, hi, and I, I think I physically just fled the scene. Because oh I couldn't handle it. Of course. I mean, that's such pressure. It was too much. I was like, I can't. Also, when you hear, that is something that I do feel bad for kids now. They yeah. will never have the full telephone effect. No. Because so much happens. In that. It's so, it's so, it really gets your blood pumping. It gets your blood pumping. Anyway, I just like hightailed it away and... Similarly to remembering the Merry Christmas, I'm weird person who I've never forgotten but hadn't thought about in a really long time, I was like, oh, that maybe he was supposed to be my real husband. Yeah. Uh, we'll I blew it. Know. Anyway, so <laughs> guidance, I'm sorry, maybe Phil. Sorry, maybe Phil. And sorry, sorry. Actually, I want to say a fuck you to the Merry Christmas, I'm weird guy fuck because you. he. ruined it for you i mean talk about like butterfly effect yeah it really changed things yeah (laughs) it changed had he looked at your father and was like hello sir welcome welcome thank you for coming yeah (laughs) thank you for supporting the arts thank you for supporting the arts sir um honored to uh, yeah thank you for your service honored (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. wild were do you think that you were you were scared of perhaps being rebellious because your dad was a cop. <laughs> well, he wasn't. It's so funny because everyone, when you're, you say your dad's a probation officer, they're like, so he's a cop? A I'm cop. like, not a cop. It's not a cop. It's not a it's cop. It's something else. What is it? They're handling like people who are on probation. It's like, like a, a caseworker. Oh, like a caseworker. It's almost kind That's of more weird. in the vein of like it's a criminal justice social worker. Love that. A social worker type person within the criminal justice system. But do you think that that instilled fear in you? And what did your mom do for work? My mom was a teacher. She taught at um, many different public schools, mainly elementary, like many different places over the course of like at least 30 years in New York City. Yeah. Back to your dad being a fake cop. (laughs) cop. (laughs) Did he ever like tell you stories like like scared straight no he wasn't this is i think painting the wrong picture of him because he's actually like a very interesting offbeat person who he's the one who's doing both my parents god bless were the ones doing some drugs um like a lot of pot yes um alone waking and bake like taking me to like they were yeah it was almost more like um Family ties isn't the right type of person, but you remember that like Alex P. Keaton's dad yes, was yes, like the yes. cool one. Yeah, the, and he's like a writer and a poet, and like Beautiful. he just had like he was he was a he bohemian was com- probation. He officer. was a bohemian probate, just like the Queen song. Yeah, bohemian probation officer, and um, he like he came from a lightly traumatic past and so the probation officering of it all i think he was just he was risk averse having come from a very chaotic life yeah and was trying to make a stable just in a, in a world where again he won't ever hear this podcast yeah but i feel like i must say these things like all of his like don't go to fame school stuff was just like just wanting stability of course. wanting the best 100 as they all do as they all do as they all do all right 
we have a classmate's corner today and Yay. Tevi lost her voice, so I will be reading this. Okay, I feel better, Tevi. All right. <clears throat> this comes from a listener named Tracy. Tracy. The name I always wanted to be named. Really? Yes. I always wanted to be named Heather. Ooh. I think, I think it worked out. I think it worked out. And I think I it worked out great. for you too. I think we're doing great. Okay. Tracy says, I want to apologize to my sweet high school boyfriend. We'll call him Jay. It was 11th grade and Jay and I had been dating for almost a year when we decided it was time to lose our virginity. We'd been doing everything but and we're saying I love you. So one weekend, our friend's mom was going out of town and he offered to let us use their house. He'd stay elsewhere so we could have privacy. I guess we had told everyone we were going to fuck. For context, this was in 2001. Mm. We got a pepperoni pizza and a two liter of Pepsi from Domino's and watched a kind of sexy 70s movie we'd rented from Blockbuster. Mm. About halfway through the movie, we decided to go upstairs to our friends and get busy. Mm -hmm. To my shock and amazement... I came. <gasps> wow. Okay. It wasn't bad, honestly, but my young clit needed a rest and I stopped him. Poor Jay did not get to finish the first time he got laid. Oh, Jay. To be fair, he'd gotten a blowjob to completion mere hours before. What? But I still look back and cringe at the idea of our greasy pepperoni bodies in the gnarliest high school boy's bed and Jay not even getting to finish. I remember there was food and trash all around the room. We went on to date for another year and had plenty of sex, obviously. We had lighthearted and fun relationship, but we literally never talked about that first time again. I've told people about the pizza weird movie and me having an orgasm, but I always leave out the part about stopping before he got to come because I've been so ashamed. So, Jay, if you're listening, I'm sorry. What is Tracy? Tra oh, Tracy, the person I want to be named. I think Tracy's being really hard on herself. Me too. I say, Tracy, let's, let's, you are doing a service for all the young high school girls out there that never get to come. Y yes, and. Yes. How lucky was Jay yes. to be getting anywhere near this goddess Tracy? 100%. A blowjob to completion? Our, first of all, just that. Yeah. Oh, Jay, I think still owes you a bedillion thank you notes. Yeah, I agree. And then also, like, losing your virginity is hard on a vag. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to project. It's all different bodies and all shapes and experiences. Yes. But, like, yeah. Like, that's, you know, you got to... Take a rest. And I bet you... I don't think she owes Jay an apology of any kind. Me either. I it's really think like, Jay got really lucky here. Me too. Jay also, like, probably is traversing the world thinking he's king sex. I think any young man that gets to <laughs> king sex... Well, it's true. Any young man that is losing his virginity in high school... Should be lucky. This, yeah, I I think she... Also, these yeah. guys are fucking whacking it 24-7 in high school. You think that this man wasn't like, I need to go pee, and then went and just whacked it in the bathroom? He 100% did. I cannot get past blowjob to completion mere hours before. You know that was also the time when we all felt pressured to swallow, too. Don't get me started. Honey... <laughs> I stopped. Once I realized that was an option not to, I was like, this ain't going down my gourd ever again. I just, 
I can't. <laughs> I mean, it's literally like I, honestly could make me hurl. I can't even talk about it. Yeah. There's okay. a reason why it's called spunk in the UK, babes. I I just really want Tracy to let it go. Me too. Yeah. You ha- you must. We release you of this guilt. I'm handing Tracy a folded American flag and Me saying, too. And saying thank you for, you for your, your service. service. Honestly, like yeah. we've this is kind of a service oriented episode. Being the child of a bohemian cop, you can thank people for their service. Oh my God. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Did wow. you go? Oh, wait. Also, thank you, Tracy, for writing in. And please, will you fuckers write into my goddamn podcast? Because I get really upset when I don't hear from you. And then when I do hear from you, I love it. Like, that just made my day. Great. So please email me at seniorsuperlativespod at gmail.com with the fucking subject line classmates corner because I have nothing else to live for. I am being nice. Tevi's saying I'm not being nice. I'm telling you I'm desperate. I'm desperate people. I'm desperate. I'm desperate to hear from you. Desperate woman. Jesse. Yes. Did you go to prom? No, of course not. Okay. No, no, me and my friend, me and my friend Kat, um, I don't know why she, she was always gorgeous and stunning I don't everyone's know. friend named cat in high school is gorgeous. famously gorgeous and gorgeous stunning. um seems like she would have been asked to prom but we um didn't go to prom we decided to <laughs> spend the evening we dressed up for our for each other i went to her house I think her mom was like out of town or whatever went over to her place she had a cat <laughs> she had a cat we dressed up the cat we, um, what did you wait? What were you wearing? What was the cat wearing? What was she wearing? We just she and I wore like um, long like floral dresses mm. that we had like that were appropriate to the time, mm-hmm. sort of like a Laura like Ashley, a Laura Ashley type yeah. of vibes or something. And um, we just put like a little bandana on the cat, Cute. and then we got like Bartles and James wine coolers, and I do believe I got so drunk I threw up. Okay, so you were like I would drink when like the opportunity was presented like but I wasn't smart or squirrely enough to be like figuring out how to underage drink a lot well we love a wine cooler still do yeah kind of have circled back to preferring it yeah yeah you think I'm not icing down a white wine on a hot day cup of ice white wine around it kind of can't drink wine unless it's with ice anymore I don't care if, how nice it is. I have a moment with waiters every time I order a glass of wine where mm-hmm. I'm like, can I get this wine? And I was like, I'm sorry. I know you don't like it, but I would like a cup of ice. Yeah. And I'm just I, I'm just standing in my truth. It's fine. I want it with that cup of ice. I want it very cold. Yes. And if you have it with ice, you drink a little less. And can I say something too? I even want to do this with, with red wine. Well, a cold red, I mean, I, I feel like has red. come into vogue in the last few years as well. I was out to dinner last night with my husband for our anniversary. Beautiful Congrats. meal. Thank you. But we had a gorgeous meal. Where'd you go? We went to Capo, a very fancy Italian oh, restaurant. Oh, I've heard. It's have not fancy. It's heard just of very it, have expensive. Not been. Sure. Delicious food. Delicious Great. meal. Great. And we had a beautiful, beautiful bottle of red wine. Beautiful. And honey, all that I was thinking about was, I'd love a cube in this thing. Put but, a I cube in her. but I couldn't. I couldn't. Not Felt there. too gauche. Not there. Not there. Mm. Not there. Not there. And also, my father-in-law, who's a real mensch, mm. bought us the bottle of wine oh. as a gift. Okay. So I thought, yeah, well, don't ice her down. Barry can't find out. I'm. It's tough to water down, down a red. I do feel like it's embarrassing. Like I 
a white can't like I'm a white like, you can't go wrong can't it's go already, wrong it's but a red water. watered down I'm not sure it's tough but I also think live your truth I agree okay what, what was I gonna say what do I have what other questions do I have oh yes I remember now yeah. if you could go back to your high school self and give your high school self any advice what would it be oh god um honest I I just I would say this to like kind of everyone you're just like you're prettier than you think mm, everyone's prettier than they think it's like that that's gorgeous. me gorgeous gorgeous school, you think gorgeous gorgeous <laughs> gorgeous now gorgeous then but i just had no i you just are i mean i don't know maybe some people aren't but i was so like beleaguered mm. by the feeling of inadequacy it's like the Nora Ephron line about like just like telling young women like put a bikini on and don't take it off until yeah. you're at least 35 and she's saying that in the 70s and yeah. now she would say until you're like 70 yeah yeah, yeah I, I just wish I'd known yeah so yeah I think yeah that it's like you look you're doing good are you still wearing bikinis I've never worn a bikini what never no thank you not for this gal don't really want to be in a bathing suit ever period if I'm being honest wow yeah no pool, no beach. I mean, what about vacation? Like, what about like a little vacation? I just don't feel comfortable. I mean, what I if do- it's just you? I mean, I was just in one mm. to like go. <laughs> I I will put. It's not like I won't, but yeah. I don't enjoy it. Okay, and I'm not like enjoyably shopping for them how do you feel about like a cute because now there are so many brands that make those really cute like little shorts shorties little like the ones that i have are one pieces that like are so long that i could wear them to dinner cute (laughs) yeah it's like a wetsuit no it's like sort of like the 50s retro like hip length but like a little skirted sort of vibe have you ever checked out cynthia rowley's swimwear um she does make cute swimwear yes i feel like that could be good that's cute I have. Um, if you look back and think, this is this is even though I'm asking this question very slowly, it's a rapid fire question. Okay. What was your favorite high? What was your go to high school snack? Um, a Celentano frozen pizza. That's good. Yeah. Now, my final question of the pod. Okay. I can't believe we're already at the end. Are we, we already did it. at the end? We're literally, oh yeah. my God, we oh, are literally yeah. already at the end. Here we are. Did you have a senior superlative? As in like funniest, per mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like was it in my yearbook? Mm-hmm. They didn't do that, I mm. don't feel like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I do know that my, it was like there was your picture and then you could have your quote. Oh, what was your quote? I actually, lo- I, I prefer quotes to superlatives. The quote was... A Bob Dylan quote, not from Visions of Johanna, a different song. And also, like, my picture is just me, like, scour, just so sour-faced. Yeah. And (laughs) it's hard to say this out loud. (laughs) My senior quote was um, from a Bob Dylan song, and it was the line where it goes, Yes, I wish that for just one time you could stand inside my shoes. You'd know what a drag it is to see you. Oh, Get over yourself. Emotional. Get over yourself. Oh, my God. Be a part of the group, you dummy. (laughs) No. Fucking get along, Jesse. Very brooding. So brute. So dark. I love it. Dark, dark, dark. That's fun. No. I think it's great. Who was the drag? Who? Look at yourself, girl. Look at yourself in the mirror. 
I mean, no, you were I've lightened drag. up. I've, I've lightened up. I just, I felt like I was like, I'll reject them before they reject me. Hundred percent. Still feel that way. Feel I said something. Yeah, I said still something out there someone, snapping. I said something to someone the other day that it was dark. I was like, I also try to not indulge my. Because I was also like an emotional like. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, I'm used to, I'm used to nothing working out. Oh, God. <laughs> and it's like, shut up. Shut up. Dumb we, we bitch. We all do it. You stupid, I know. dumb bitch. I know. I, we live these lives. We're carrying this stuff around. I know. It's rough out there. It is. But we've got to brighten when we can. And we I don't know words out. This was a cathartic uh, episode. Oh, Merry Christmas. We, I'm we didn't. I didn't let us. I want you to come back on to talk about what your high school would have been like at LaGuardia. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, fan like fan fiction of your own life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I will anytime. Um, Jesse, you know we are not really promoting things these days. No, we're not. But and even if we were, I don't even have if anything. We were, you don't have. <laughs> but anything. I'll pretend it's because I'm on strike. Well, you no, know, I don't know. There's have, there's a lot of great things you do that you're involved in that you know we're just not going to talk about. We're not going to talk about. And you know what? Give us a fair deal. That's and it. TPP, come on. Yeah, for all of the AMP AMPTP people, come on, listening to this podcast. I know, just them and my dad. Oh, we'll get there. Well, Jesse, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. It was so Love fun chatting with you. As always, you know, I'm just bringing you the most hard hitting podcast of all time, the most important podcast of all time. Some might say the most relatable podcast of all time. Mm-hmm. And some might say the only podcast that should exist. So thank you for listening to Senior Superlatives. Please subscribe. Give me five stars. Only five stars. Like, only positivity. This I, I, I do this because I love doing this. And honey, I don't need you to critique me unless you're paying me. And then you can critique me. But if you're not paying me, I don't want to hear it. Until next time, stay cool. Never change. Ciao. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>